Before we get into talking about tertiary, can I just quickly ask all of you, did you see that video of our president? Now, uh, it's not the first time this happens from my understanding, but he were, it was a family meeting and he was speaking to all of us and on the ENCA feed um, that was taken, the clip that I saw, he basically, it starts by him saying, I thank you. And he stands still looking at the cameras because that's what you do in television. You wait for them to, to cut the live feed. So he waited a couple of seconds, stood there, you know, professionally on the podium. And then I don't know if it was communicated that you're clear or he was told you are clear or he thought, okay, that's long enough. But then he turns you know, starts to pull his mic off and he says, can I go home now? Yo, guys, I have to tell you something. I know that feeling, but the fact that all the comments online were people saying, can we release this man? Whoever's forcing our president to be the president right now. But it's not even about him being the president. We do have those days where we are tired and you want to be like, can I just go home now? But the way he said it, like, you are the president. The way he said to his people, like, can I go home now? Yo, I felt that. Please let me know if you saw that clip. But I truly, truly felt that because I was like, all of us can relate to that feeling of like, are we done? Can we just, can I just, you know? It's like you go to a shoot in the case of myself. You think you've shot a whole episode. Then afterwards, they're still like, okay, can we quickly shoot a promo? Okay, can we quickly do a photo shoot? You're like, can I just go home this poor man he has a family i don't even think he's ever taken leave anyways conversation for another day we're talking about your first year at university what was that like how did you prepare i did not go to tertiary to a tertiary institution where i was going in every day i did long distance learning and i got as far as almost two years doing llb via unisa and i remember back then you had to physically go to UNISA to get your pack and all of these things to submit your assignments before it became, you know, fully digital. And I remember doing that and being excited and just preparing whatever stationery I thought I needed at home. And that was really as far as my preparation went because I had to figure out a schedule for myself. Um, but I never had that experience. And I used to envy all the people that would have the experience of going to varsity and finding their res and packing to go there like i don't know i just feel like I, I missed a whole part of my life so i want to hear from you and of course we're joined by dr linda mayer managing director at the independent institute of education's rosebank college dr linda thank you so much for joining us and thank you so much for agreeing to avail yourself again for this big conversation thank you so much for the opportunity so doctor what what do you think the disillusions can be sometimes about those that are coming out of matric and are preparing to go to tertiary. Because I imagine that for many people, and from what I can recall, um, it was all just thinking about being a little bit more independent, uh, possibly getting your license if you didn't have it already, and being able to have a lot more fun. You're in your civvies every day. It's such a, a, a culture shift. 
Absolutely. So it's a, it's a huge adjustment. Obviously, we know in school that we have rote learning. We have to uh, make sure that we have a body of knowledge to be examined on. And we have our parents really as fallbacks to make sure that we do these things. Now you're in the world of varsity where you are now expected to be an adult. Um, and where you were a senior, you're now a junior in the institution. But also, as you said, it is about managing your social life because a lot of people fall out. We have a huge number of dropouts because people don't manage their social lives. They, they don't act as adults. And you need to ask yourself the question when you start, what is it that I want to get out of this? Do I want to just pass and have a good social life or do I really want to excel at this because I have plans to do honors or master's degrees after this? So you really will have a feeling of enthusiasm this nervousness and this, this anxiety will certainly prevail because it's a new context, new environment. And for the first time, people will be interested in your opinion. Mm. Uh, and we must remember, it's not just about answering questions now. It's about formulating new arguments and participating in this knowledge domain. Mm. Um, um, I actually, you know, want to ask about the whole idea of the workload and the expectations um, you know, it's it's amazing that you get to grade eight and you, it's such a shock from primary school where those that were getting A's are suddenly failing because the workload changed. And now you get to varsity and there's an expectation that certain foundations have already been established in your education. Where are you finding young people struggling with that transition with the workload? Is it maybe that they didn't grasp certain concepts or Maybe they memorized their way through certain exams or they didn't um, adopt certain habits when it came to, uh, um, you know, consuming the information, digesting it and being able to process it and not just regurgitate it. Yes. So, so all of those things absolutely play a factor. And there's, so let's, let's deal with the first issue around the complexity of the content. So certainly um, there is now a much more complex set of information that is presented to students. And if they don't have the foundation knowledge, remember in school you need to get 30% to pass your uh, subjects, 40% for your two languages. But for most programs, students would have to average at least a 50% uh, to get a, a degree pass. And then obviously it's a bit less for uh, diplomas and for certificates. Now you get to universities and a minimum to pass is 50%. So the first thing is that adaption of the amount of knowledge that you need to uh, consume. The second is the level of complexity, which is much different. We see people coming with A's uh, in maths and science, and they fail the subjects because they're not used to the volumes of work, the complexity of work, and also the problem statements that they, that they need to deal with. So there's that disjointedness. And we always advise when students are not sure to do a bridging program to make sure that your, your level, your entry level of knowledge is sufficient. So maybe uh, maybe next, on that question, yeah. sorry, before we go to the next point, no, you sure, mentioned sure. the bridging program. So how would a student know? Because I would imagine that when a person is accepted, in your mind, you think you're at the level you need to be to begin. Um, so how would they know that they need a bridging course un unless, uh, you know, in my mind, it's like, well, you start first year and then you realize you're struggling and then go backwards. Yeah, so even in grade 12, Important question. Even during grade 12, you can, you know, get some first year papers, do those assessments, see mm. what your level of comfort is around that. You can also ask the university, uh, you know, for assessments mm. uh, and they have these bridging programs available. So 
if you're in doubt, rather err on the side of caution, uh, even if you have to delay your studies by a year so that you know that when you start the degree mm. that you're setting yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next one on the list. So the next one on the list is obviously around managing your social life. So you're going to get to varsity, and as you said, you're going to be in civvies. Uh, it's great because you're meeting all of these new people, uh, there's, but you must be cautious. There's alcohol, there's parties all night, and you need to have a plan. You need to say to yourself, well, once a week I'm going to have a social engagement or twice a week, uh, but your studies can't be compromised. And uh, really, peer pressure plays a big role. So mm. make sure that for parents, when you send your child somewhere, that they have a backup system. You can't take somebody that has lived a sheltered, uh, in a sheltered environment at home and now expect them to behave like an adult. So make sure that your child is emotionally and cognitively able to mm. process all of these changes that they're going to be subjected to. And I'm so glad you mentioned peer pressure because we're going to take a call. We have um, Tusi from Fosloras who also wants to touch on the peer pressure. Tusi, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? Good, good. Yes. So what did you struggle no, uh, with when you started at Varsity? It's the whole thing about peer pressure because, you know, uh, at times you, you are not sure how to avoid things like uh, parties, as, as your guest has mentioned. You know, uh, you're trying to really um, impress your friends that, you, you know, you are all uh, on style, so to speak. So I, I find that uh, the most uh, difficult thing really to adjust, you know, in that environment, uh, making sure that you focus on the, the very reason why you are at, at diversity in the first place. So um, you have to be really uh, be assertive, you know, and prioritize make sure that mm. you focus you focus on your your books your assignments and don't compromise mm. because as, as i say you know walala wasala if if you really uh, slip off then it's going to be difficult mm. to make up for that yes so how did you overcome to see uh, I, I would say, you know, it's it's about, it's something that you, you practice even from high school because you can't all of a sudden be disciplined at varsity if at high school you are not disciplined. So fortunately, at least I was in the leadership positions mm. most of the time. And, and that in itself, you know, uh, really uh, forced me to be disciplined. So mm. it's it's all about discipline. And, and being confident, you know, about yourself and not being shy to say no, you mm, know, if, mm. if you have to say no. Mm, to see in Phosphorus, thank you so much. Doctor, what, is, what are your uh, thoughts or comments on what Tusi has just shared? No, it's, he's absolutely correct. So peer pressure is huge and parties, and we can see that many students uh, really struggle to feed themselves. In the, after the first week of the month because they're spending so much on alcohol, alcohol and social activities and they then have to get, you know, participate in the feeding schemes of the particular university. So, so manage those expectations. Equip your children to understand that there's a budget, uh, financial literacy. So all of these other things now come uh, into play. And Tusi is right. You need to, to make a decision about what it is that you want to achieve. So if your plan is to go for a year, and party at university and go no further, 
then so be it. But if you want to get a degree, you need to be focused. And parents need to make sure you can't just leave your child. They don't become an adult overnight. They were in your household. Make sure that you check up on them regularly, that you've got somebody uh, local that will check in with them and support them and make sure that they're progressing with their studies. I think it's it's great you bring up parents because I'm thinking about the other peer pressure or the other pressure rather that's not spoken of, which is the one that comes from home, not just for you to perform, but this expectation that you're the child that's going to rescue them out of poverty, out of whatever it is that's happening there. Yes, absolutely. So many of our students, and we know that over 65% of our students are NISFAS beneficiary students. So they are, they're coming from SASA beneficiary households. And there is that expectation. Um, and, you know, I, as you know, I'm one of the strong uh, advocates of NISFAS and that students do receive this funding. But parents must also understand that their child needs to live because I've seen students sending the bulk of the money that they're getting for NISFAS uh, to their, to their uh, families, which, uh, you know, I can't judge on mm. that, but just make sure that your child has got enough to eat, mm. that they're able to, you know, that this pressure um, that they themselves be, be put on this additional pressure. Um, and, the, and the pressure is, is vast on the, mm. on the students because mm. it's a reality. I mean, we can't uh, uh, abdicate away from the reality that for our students and many of them, they are the hopes and dreams of families to change the cycle of poverty. Mm, mm. Um, there's a message that says, Hi, Lebkhile, I never enjoyed my university years. I had to rent a room at a township because my parents couldn't afford to pay for res or a flat nearby. So I don't know any student life. I only realized later that I was actually depressed mostly during my first year. Imagine adjusting to comfortable life at home, to living alone, no TV, no fridge, cooking, washing and doing everything yourself as well. And another message that's come through that says the beauty about varsity is that you are all equal when it comes to academic work. Big up to Vits during O week. They emphasize time management. Um, a doctor response to those. Yes. Uh, and I think it's great that universities are, are teaching things like financial literacy, uh, time management. Uh, and yes, you're right. You are equal. But as much as you equal, there are people that come with circumstances from their social background that is unequal. So for those students, they need to reach out. There are many programs in the university. So speak to student support services. If you're struggling with language, there's lots of free services and free additional courses that the university can make available to you. Reach out. That's the most important thing. And I often say to students, if you, are, if you enjoy the comforts of home, um, there's nothing wrong with studying in the distance mode. And I'm so glad you mentioned that you still know the, you know, the old UNISA post box. Mm, yes. Uh, because it's, it's, the, it's the world that we live in mm. and there's nothing wrong with studying online. Just understand what it is that you want and are you self-directed? Because mm. this is where people really fall off the bus. If you need somebody to check up on you all the time, then have a friend, have a study buddy where you keep each other to account. Uh, because not everybody is self-directed. Not mm. everybody can manage their time and put their studies as a priority. All right, we've got a voice note that's come through on 072-702-1702. Hi, Rila uh, This is Gugu from Joburg South. Uh, I remember my first year of tertiary. I think it was 2011. Now looking back... Um, being a person who was used to doing things on their own, 
I now look back and I think about how I could have better utilized the resources that were made available by the varsity to me uh, instead of me struggling on my own. And just for anyone who's going to varsity this year, um, use the resources um, that they have uh, made available, whether it's the writing center, the tutors, the tutoring uh, sessions, anything, just use them. They are there for you because I think... Uh, my varsity experience would have been way better had I opened myself it, uh, up to that instead of just trying to figure things out on my own as I usually did and was used to. Yeah, so all the best to everyone who's um, starting with their tertiary education this year. Thank, thank you. Thank Bye. You, thank you so much for that voice note. And we've got uh, Pabalo from Takane. Pabalo, go ahead. Yes, one thing I, that I want to share... Uh, my first year at UJ was filled with a lot of protest, and uh, I came at the time of a uh, great transition for the institution. Uh, some don't even know that UJ has a campus at Daviton, which was closed. It was that hard. Mm. So the tip is, are the strategies for students going into the university environment in terms of politics, how do I deal with them? Maybe I'm there just to get the degree there, I don't want to to really get in deep into politics because they are palpable. They affect your studies. You get shamed if you do not want to partake in the protest. Or maybe you've got a different view because there is, there is a very, uh, I don't know how to, the words escape me to describe the political environment that is also an aspect of learning or forms part of the ecology of the university as an environment. So politics is one thing to look out for. Have a strategy when you go there. How are you going to deal with that? That's that's my two cents. Thank you so much, uh, Baba Lo, uh, for that in Takani. What we're going to do when we come back from the news, we'll get a response from Dr. Linda Mayer and your final thoughts just on this first year of, of varsity, which is really, really a massive transition, a big shock for so many. As Dr. Rightly said, sometimes one expects you to just suddenly become this independent adult when you've been living at home as a child. And now you've got new workload, new environment environment, possibly no new friends having to deal with other things that you might not have been prepared for. It is 1.30. Afternoons. With Maboja. 25 minutes to 2 o'clock, we wrap up our conversation around the first year of varsity. Uh, we are in conversation with Dr. Linda Mayer, uh, who is a managing director at the Independent Institute of Education's Rosebank College. Um, some messages coming through. One was saying the beauty, um, sorry, try and balance academic and social life Take part in network groups that will add value in terms of broadening your horizon, debates, cultural experiences outside of your classmates. It will be very difficult to adjust and the course may not be what you expected. However, you will be expected to persevere and by the second term, you would have adjusted. Doctor, you've heard um, from um, the the listeners, one saying that you must use all of those uh, facilities available to you as a newcomer there. Another one saying dealing with the politics are adversity and another one saying finding that balance what would you like to share with all the listeners just on this discussion we've been having so the first thing is around the resources I couldn't agree more make sure that whatever challenge you're having whether it's in the library research support that you need writing support uh, English 
business writing, whatever it is, the university has a program that is absolutely free of charge. They have student counselors, they have all of these things. So tap in to those resources. It's such excellent advice uh, from the listener. Around the politics, it's a very difficult um, situation that because obviously we understand that universities are microcosms of society and political uh, parties are you know, they, they really are represented across the universities in the SRCs and so forth. But stand your ground and obviously just explain whether you say, you know, I've got, uh, I have to study. Just just manage your own stress levels. Don't in things, doesn't matter how difficult it is to walk away, but nobody is going to point a finger at you if they understand that you have to study for a test. Or, you know, it's it's difficult sometimes to say, I can't get involved with this. So just find your own narrative mm. to really walk away from that and then around the balance, absolutely. Make sure that you manage your time. Make sure that you understand what it is that you want to do and ask for help. The most important advice. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely seconding you on that one and maybe not to overwhelm your plate with, with things, uh, with commitments like um, extracurricular uh, commitments if if you are struggling to adjust with the academic side because it can be a lot and it won't necessarily be like it was in high school. Dr. Linda Mayer, thank you so, so much for your time and to all of you that are preparing to get started with your tertiary career. We are wishing you all of the best. Keep in mind you are human. Many change courses along the way. Many actually don't necessarily even complete them. One of them that uh, could be labeled a dropout, but the course worked out exactly the way it was meant to and hang in there.